When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Joe Reed, and this is Behind the Mic with Audiophile Magazine. Michelle Cobb is with me this week, and her theme is... Okay, I'll let you say the theme, Michelle. You're going to do it better than I am, (laughs) because it's your theme. So what's the theme? My theme is casting choices. Why did they make them? How did they make them? That sort of thing. Yeah. And we've had some very interesting ones. So what casting choice are we looking at today? Colorful, a novel by Etomori, translated by Jocelyn Allen and read by Brian Nishi. Okay, and this is a Japanese novel. It is, and it's an earphones winner. So if you like the sound of this, I highly encourage you to go to the show notes and actually see the narrator talking about the process of recording. Oh, great. Now, I entered this listening experience quite skeptically. But any particular reason? <laughs> well, well, let me tell you what the plot is. But okay, <laughs> I was pleasantly surprised. Um, so let's start with the plot. Our protagonist dies, but instead of his soul going to any place that we might aspire to or fear, he meets an angel, and he's given a do-over after he committed a grave error in his own life. His soul is placed in the body of. Makoto, a teenager who has committed suicide, and he lives that young boy's life in an attempt to make up for his own wrongs. And he's guided by an angel, Pura Pura. That's very interesting. It is interesting. But again, I was, I was very skeptical. It's like, oh, this doesn't sound like my kind of thing. <laughs> However, <laughs> I was completely drawn in. This was my pick of the week for listens. The book was originally published in 1998, and it's newly translated. And I could tell pretty quickly why this was such a classic in Japan. It's got a lot of themes of bullying and personal motivations, and those things haven't really changed in 20 plus years. So it felt very much of the now, just without the social media influence. And it was... Wonderfully written, wonderfully narrated, lots of emotions. And we really got to understand the pain of each of the characters in a unique way because when someone tries to commit suicide and his family believes he has tried and failed because he reanimates, as it were, you start to understand what led him down this path and how they influenced that and their flawed characters and they're revealing themselves in surprisingly thoughtful ways to this unnamed protagonist who is experiencing this eighth grader's Mm. life wow that sounds amazingly complex It was. And it's a short, you know, it's not a 20 hour piece. It's about five hours. So there's a lot going on. 
And I was really intrigued by the text and also by the performance itself. And so I started to think about why did they cast this particular narrator? Because the narrator is an adult with an adult tone, but he's in this eighth grader's body. So I wondered if they actually debated whether or not they were going to portray, you know, the age of the soul or the sound of the eighth grader. It really made me think a lot, which was the mark for me of a great audiobook that I was constantly like, ooh, what did they discuss? How did they put this together? Yeah, right. And did you what did you in your own mind, you know, answer that question? Because it is unusual if the protagonist is in an eighth grader's body for most of the book, not to have somebody who is quite young. Yes. And he, you know, he does the dialogue for that character as, you know, a younger pace and all of that. And we're going to see that in the rest of the week where I've talked, like, I wonder what it would have sounded like if they had done this thing Mm -hmm. slightly different. And I don't usually think about those things unless I'm really enjoying the listening experience. Well, and I like Brian Nishi a lot. I mean, he did The Heart Principle yes. by Helen Hong. A really, really good job. He's such a good narrator. He really is. And I cannot stress enough, go click on that video because it's really nice to hear him talk about the book. So listen to the book and then go hear him talk a little bit about it. Okay. Well, why don't we hear a little bit now? Do you have to set this up? This is where our soul meets a young woman who has had an impact on his new body's life. Okay. This is Colorful. It's by Eto Mori. It's translated by Jocelyn Allen, and it's read by Brian Nishi. Her name was Shoko Sano. I found out she was in the same class as Makoto grade 9, class A, and on top of that, she also belonged to the art club. And yet, Makoto somehow never even saw her. Well, maybe it was just that all Makoto ever saw was Hiroka Kuwabara. At any rate, from then on, I was plagued by this Shoko-sano. She was utterly convinced that Makoto was not the real Makoto, and, you know, she was right on the mark there, and she was incredibly persistent constantly underfoot, as if she were trying to rip off the monster's mask. If it wasn't a seminar, then maybe hypnosis? There's no way. I mean, I feel like there's no way, but just be honest and tell me the truth, okay? Did you get exorcised of demons in Sri Lanka? Got it. You went swimming with dolphins? This guy my dad knows, okay? He turned into this totally different person the second his baby was born. But, I mean, you couldn't possibly have had a baby at your age, Kobayashi. His pronunciation of Japanese is so good. It's amazing. And I love those asides that they have. There's a wryness there that's a little unexpected. Yeah, the writing is so good. Really super. Yeah, it sounds like a powerful book, actually. It really, really was. That is Colorful by Eto Mori, translated by Jocelyn Allen, and read by Brian Nishi. Okay, your pick of the week. My pick of the week. Okay, I'm going to have to listen now because it's your pick of the week. Support for Behind the Mic comes from Blackstone Publishing. They're the publishers of No Gods, No Monsters. Monsters are real, and they want everyone to know it in Cadwell Turnbull's acclaimed fantasy novel, narrated by Dion Graham. 
I'm Joe Reed. I'll talk to you tomorrow.